Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to the true and fictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Welcome to a spooky episode of Stories, the True and the Fictional. Wow, so we went there. Yes. Um, <laughs> any any opportunity to do a voice. But uh, yes, welcome to the True and the Fictional. I'm Ryan. I'm Jamie. And we're here to tell you about the top ten most haunted places in Australia. Wow. Yeah, that's me. Okay. So yes. We're here to tell you about the top 10 most haunted places in Australia. Uh, Jamie, do you have any, any stories you'd like to share? Ghosts. Ghost stories. <laughs> well, when we say ghost stories, I automatically think of the Windsor ghost tours or whatever. They, they and we're talking about tours. Windsor in New South Wales, yes. not Windsor in Although, the UK. I, I would say that there would be t- tours over there as well. Oh, definitely. They have Tower of London um, and stuff like that, for yeah. sure. But no, like, you know, out, out here, far western Sydney, there's a place called Windsor. It's one of the, I think it's got the first pub in Australia, or at least in New South Wales, I know that. Um, they do ghost tours, but they're not very, actually, should I say, I've never been, but all I know is it's, it's they, they always start or start very near to the... Like it's called Thompson Square, so it's yep. where all the restaurants are and mm-hmm. pubs are and all that. So, but cars drive past. And one time I'm driving through and they see the ghost tour. Yeah. I wind down the window to go, Ooh. but I didn't have to go Ooh, because you wind down the window and everyone Ooh. is going, Ooh. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then you got these people on ghost tours that are just like keeping their heads down. Oh, like, wow. I'm just be confident you're enjoying the ghost tour. I would be like, oh. I um, never did it, but in Beechworth, which is just across the Victorian border mm-hmm. of New South Wales, across that way, there's they have an old mental asylum, Ooh. which they do ghost tours there. They do ghost tours in the old Beechworth jail as well. But um, apparently you're allowed to stay the night in Ooh. the asylum. Don't know if I could do that. You don't think you could do it? I don't know. I'd have to think about it because I like scary stuff. But, but you, don't want to, you don't want to live the scary stuff? No, I don't want to live it. I just want to watch I've it on lived TV. It. Well, I have lived a couple of scary <laughs> things, which I'll share with the audience. But I don't know. I'd have to, I guess I'd have to yeah. think about it. Well, because well, I, I have just just so you can learn a little more, a bit more about me. Um, I had a sleeping disorder for eight years that was called sleep paralysis, where your mind wakes up when your body stays asleep, kind of. So you hallucinate because your mind's trying to figure out how to yeah explain why you can't move, kind of thing. So you just hallucinate. It's usually ghosts, demons, whatever you can think of. Um, 
but yeah, I I when I went down to Beechworth, we did the Ned Kelly tour kind of thing, and we stayed in this old nunnery, and I had real bad sleep paralysis in there. Okay. And I'm wondering, like, is it is it location or is it? Could be. And you you don't know because yeah, could be. I have like. I believe in the supernatural kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like I've had a few experiences yeah. where it's just a little bit too... Like I'm a very yeah. rational person, yeah. but it's just a little bit too... Oh, there's a... eh. Like I remember uh, I used to be pizza delivery man. And this was when I used to work in a place called Beaumont Hills, which is our Kellyville way in New South Wales. Stupid Ryan was driving around at night time in the streets with no lights listening to horror podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, I was just driving around. I couldn't find his house. Yeah. Couldn't find his house. I finally found it. I rang the guy, went and delivered the pizza, got back in the car, and I swear there was someone in the back seat. I, t- I looked in the rear vision mirror. I saw a face. Yeah. I quickly turned around. There was Not nothing there. there. Oh. At the same time, on that same night, I rang my wife and said, oh, my God, this just happened. And she said, oh, my God, something just happened to me at the exact same time in the house. She was cleaning the house in at that same time at night before she was going to watch some television. Yeah. <clears throat> she had an old laptop and she hadn't used in ages. She just turned it on, like powered it up. It literally booted up. So it yep. wasn't just in sleep mode. Yeah. Um, there was nothing running automatically. You know, she just powered it up. She's like, I'll do some word processing or whatever. No other programs opening. She walked out into the bathroom. All of a sudden, Sher started playing on the laptop. (laughs) She went to the laptop, turned it off, turned it back on again. Sher was playing in iTunes. There was no Sher on the... Wow. on, On the laptop at all. None at all. It just went on. Yeah. There was no... It wasn't connected to the internet. Because she thought, oh, maybe yeah. it wasn't connected to the internet yeah. because we hadn't set that up for the house yet, for the internet. She just found it in a closet, opened it up, goes, oh, I might just see if everything still works. I'll just do a bit of word processing. Yeah. Not connected to the internet. She goes to the toilet. Sure. I can't remember what song it was. Started playing. She walked back in. It stopped. Rebooted. No iTunes. No share. No nothing. Well, it's clear. At the exact same time, I saw a face in the back of wow. And then there's there's times where, um, when my uncle passed away, probably about fifteen years ago. Yeah. He passed away in Queensland, um, at the exact time of his death. My mum sat up. Yeah. Hundred percent sat straight up in bed. Said there's something wrong with Peter. We didn't know where yeah. it was. We didn't know what was going on. Next day we got a phone call that yeah. he passed away. Wow. At that time. I've heard lots of stories like that. Yeah. You know, like even even um stories of out of body experiences yep. like you know someone was in hospital getting operated on floated out and mm-hmm. down the street and went um could see what they were having for dinner mm-hmm. and then they meet up with them later and they're like oh how was your how was your you know ham on toast or whatever and they're mm-hmm. like what <laughs> well that's see that's the thing that's the that's exactly right so I when I when I was um trying to remember how old I was this is the other instance that I had um, it doesn't matter it was about 10 years ago just about yeah. 10 or 11 years ago um, I had a really bad abscess on my windpipe yep. so any, any mouth infection so I was taken to hospital to Westmead Hospital and 
was told that we're going to have to operate immediately um, and then you'll be in the ICU for a little yeah. while because you've got a tube down your throat for yeah. five days. Okay, so I knew all about that. Um, so I got the gas, they put me under and I woke up. For, what I remember, it was very vivid that and my parents were in the room, the doctors were in the room. I woke up and yanked the tube out of my mouth, yeah. pulled the tubes out of my side because I, I could see a demon. Yeah. that was there trying to get me and he was like I'm going to get you yeah. unless you leave and I I woke up like a couple of hours later thought it was a dream Yeah. and then they said no you did pull you just woke up screaming pulled huh. your tube out of your mouth you yeah. could have damaged your throat pulled your tube pulled the IVs yeah. out and they had to sedate me and pull me back wow. but it felt real yeah, yeah. So well, that lines up with you know sleep paralysis. Yeah, we'll see. That could that's exactly what it could have been. I mean, I've I, never suffered from that. Yeah, like I suffered from PTSD. Even though like dreams, one yeah. one in four yeah. people have it, apparently it's increasing. But um, no, well, that, that, I've looked into it heaps of the of the the anesthetic or whatever. But I've ne- yeah. never had anything like that happen to me. Yeah. Again, yeah. it was only when I was under, wow. and yeah. I was under recently when I had yeah. my toe amputated. Nothing. I just woke up and like that. Yeah. But look, I built. This is something I believe. Oh no, I definitely believe there's enough the evidence out world. there. Yeah, there's enough evidence out there um, to show that you know things happen. Well, there was yeah. another one actually when I was at home before I met my wife when I used to live with my parents. Yeah. Um, I was at home alone on a Sunday. My parents used to go out shopping with my sister. Yeah. Um, I was just on the computer. That computer used to be in the corner of a, a rumpus room. Yeah. I was playing Doom. Yeah. In the middle of the day, no, like yeah. like just playing the Doom three. And then I was playing and playing, and then I was just about to get up, and I, the chair that I was sitting on, now this ground was completely slow, I felt something push me yeah. into the computer to the point where I head-butted the monitor. And I thought my sister had come home or something. I turned around, no one in the house. Hmm. And there was no... Oh, we didn't have any animals. There was no earthquakes, yeah. no nothing. I was just sitting there, straight, and the yeah. chair was firmly fixed. It wasn't a wheelie chair or anything. It was like a proper chair, and then just bang, a massive push. Yeah. Again, that was the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely believe in in stuff like that. Yeah. There's um there's a Bowen Mountain ghost story apparently. Yeah. It's a tiny little. Thing. Well, yeah, it's a mountain um, town. Yeah. So. No, I I can't remember one hundred percent of it, but um there's a, there's a little water tank up at the park. Okay. Like a underground one, yeah. so you kids play on the concrete all the time. Yeah. And apparent apparently, they um. Some kid drowned in or whatever. Okay. So that's that's so the that's, legend that's goes. So the yeah. legend goes. Yeah. But but back in the night, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. They they couldn't find the kid. Like one of the kids was missing, yeah. and they found him in the water tank. And they're going, "Well, what are you doing? What are you doing down there?" He goes, "Oh, the, the the little boy wanted me to play with him, kind of, you know." Well, see, that's what they say. Animals and young children under the age of eight. Yeah. Are more can... susceptible to seeing yeah. paranormal stuff, like ghosts and yeah. all that kind of stuff. They're more susceptible because there's been many incidents that have been reported. Yeah. If you're a little kid. Like that creepy, creepy ass supernatural episode with the kid in the lake. Oh, not episode episode three, if I recall correctly. <laughs> episode three of the first season? Yeah. And it's like come the second one was come a week ago. Oh yes, 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 yes. One more time for the yes. people. Come. That's right. Yeah, it was in like a. a dude, it was on a dock on a lake. Yeah. In like and the a, and the dude yeah, drowns yeah. in the kitchen sink. Yes. Yeah, because it was a, they killed the kid when they were younger. And, yeah. yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I'm I'm all for it. Now this is one where I really, really want you guys to send us your paranormal stories, stories yeah. 
um, email us at the true and the fictional at gmail.com because I love this kind of stuff. Even if you don't want to publish, you just say, you know, yeah, we can, anonymous, you can anonymous, anonymous, we can do that. But please send us an email. But I'll let Jamie start this one um, with the famous Monte Cristo homestead. Oh, I wonder if it's the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> good film. Not ghost story, but very good uh, this film. This is in Victoria, so. Victoria. Um, introducing the place that claims to be the most haunted house in Australia, the two-story Victorian manor. There's just something creepy about Victorian. <laughs> just the word Victorian, you know. Victoria. Um, was built by <clears throat> pioneer... Chris, oh, well, there you go. Christopher Crawley. William Crawley. Exactly. <laughs> in the New South Wales town of Junee. I think I've been to Junee. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was built It's in, right on the border of yeah. Queensland, of uh, Victoria and New South Wales. Really good skateboarding hills down there. It's just, you could just skate <laughs> forever. But it was built in 1885 uh, before his homestead became riddled with death. A stable boy was burned to death, a baby girl thrown down the stairs and made lobbed off a balcony and a caretaker shot dead among others uh, pictures of the creepy crawlies still hang on the walls ha, today <laughs> fun um, and the current owners are happy to take visitors on candlelit tours of the spine shilling property Ooh. now I'm wondering if you own a property like that and you took people on those tours would you ham up the creepiness I would for sure if there was no legitimate <laughs> you know, if they're simply just telling a story about yeah. what's happened in the property, then I would yeah. have to ham it up. But you can find this in, as as Jamie said, in Junee, in on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. Um, so yeah, if you if you're into that, I, I want to do a tour of these kind of places. But that's located uh, in Junee. Now there is more information in this article. We'll post it in the show Ooh, notes, so yeah, you can website, dive in, dive in a little bit more. Yeah, definitely have a look because deep dive into these places. Really scary, but really good. All right, the next one. This place is located in Ararat in Victoria. It's called the Aradale Mental Hospital. Sounds crazy. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> estimated that an, an astonishing 13,000 people passed away within the walls of the so-called Ararat Lunatic Asylum over its 140 years of operation, which makes for plenty of potential ghost stories. Victoria's earliest psychiatric institution opened its doors in Ararat back in the 1860s, and these days the abandoned mental hospital hosts ghost tours of the haunting grounds two hours west of Melbourne. Now, funny enough, if you're coming to Australia or you're in Australia, you're going to do this thing. This is right between um, Ballarat and um, Hall's Hall's Gap. Hall's Gap, yeah. Hallsgrap app is one of the... It's really great in National Park. It's like we're all... It's like I went there a couple of times, but the first time I went there, there was a num- number plate from every state in oh, Australia. Wow. There. That's, that's how popular it is. It's, oh, really, wow. it's a really cool National Park. So Excellent. you can go see some spooky stuff and, and climb see a mountain. Of, yeah, see some of the nice stuff. As well. which, is, which is off topic slightly, but because we got one... Yeah, of the grand, definitely. One, because we went under the, the Grampians, when I was there, <laughs> I'm going for this walk and it's like... 40 minute walk in the bush not a single person in sight I come around a bend and there's a lookout and 12 Japanese people and a selfie stick (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like the things you find you just don't expect like you just 
Oh, wow. <clears throat> All story. right, the next one you people from North Australia might have heard about for some of the wrong reasons, but yeah. Jamie, Arthur. tell us about Port Arthur. Well, Port Arthur, too many people have met a gruesome death at this World Heritage-listed Tasmanian town. First, when it housed hardened criminals as a timber station in convict days, then when gunman uh, Martin Bryant massacred 35 visitors in 1996, uh, more than 2,000 apparitions have been reported over the last two decades, particularly inside the Reverend George Eastman's house in the penitentiary. And some local hotels even encourage their guests to fill out an unusual occurrence form. Yeah, this is another dark history on my to to see because of the the history. Before, not even not just really from the Martin Bryan stuff, but the history of the convicts and yeah, there was a lot of history in Tasmania. Yeah, oh, and definitely. It's it's. Um, I'd love to go there and Cradle Mountain and stuff like that. And yeah. I think there's a lot of history of of some a lot of torture of convicts yeah. back there. Well. The prison system back then, mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the prison oh, yes, system definitely. today, like, <clears throat> man, you just, you just, there's a reason why criminals would do everything they could to escape. Of course. Like, yeah. there's, I think it's somewhere off Melbourne, there's a little cove called um, Bushman's yep. Cove, or what, well, Bush Rangers Cove, yeah. basically because all the criminals come off the prison hulks and... Yeah land there and then go off and well they can't do anything but be a bush ranger so yep yeah no i t- totally agree there's so much so much history in relation to that which is another reason why we're doing this episode because i love history as well now we're moving on to western australia Fremantle, to be exact the Fremantle prison <clears throat> resident ghosts martha rendell in the catholic chapel and jack the library ghost Brushing up on his favourite books are just two of the poltergeists that roam the cells of this World Heritage-listed convict site, which contained Western Australia's meanest criminals between 1855 and 1991. The Fremantle Arts Centre, just down the road, formerly the Fremantle Lunatic Asylum, is also haunted by the spirits of WA's criminally insane. Now, again, that's Fremantle in Western Australia. So, Mm. a lot of of history over there, a lot of... uh, a lot of different, a lot of the Ghost Hunters Australian shows have filmed in Fremantle Prison before. Um, yeah. Not so much a fan of those because they're quite a lot manufactured, but yeah. um, there's been a lot of, a lot, a lot of sightings over there between the two sites. Now, this is, I don't think this is next one is a set location. It's, it say. is, it's in Canberra. Is it? I've actually been there myself. Oh, uh, wow, Acton, okay. Acton in ACT. I've been there. Okay. Not the, for this purpose, but no. I've been there. <laughs> the Australia's <laughs> audiovisual archive doesn't sound too spooky, but the building okay, yeah, the building it occupies had a blood-stained history before the film reels and radio tapes moved in 34 years ago. The Canberra Icon housed the Australian Institute of Anatomy before 1984, meaning the building collected and stored thousands of body parts, <laughs> including a stash of human skulls in a downstairs area that today reports high levels of paranormal activity, terrible well, if, see, movie. If I'd known that when I went there a couple of years ago, I would have actually Found a, done a tour and gone downstairs. But at the moment, I just went in because it's a national film and sound archives and just 
had a look yeah. at the film and sound archives. <laughs> but if I'd known that the, about the history of it, I definitely would have seen well, if yeah, I could have... A ghost could have passed you by and gone, you should check out the... The Michaela <laughs> program from 19... 19- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is a it's a it's basically a natural feature. It's called The Devil's Pool. Oh. And The Devil's Pool is located in Babinda, Queensland. Um, again, we'll post a link to this so you can check out the photos and website. So as the legend goes, a runaway bride named Ulana leapt to her death in this sacred indigenous, indigenous site where she was barred from marrying her one true love. Her curse on the spookily named Devil's Pool is also known as Babinda Boulders in tropical North Queensland has lingered ever since. Ulana is said to have lured 17 men to a watery grave over the past wow. half century. Remembered with an eerie epitaph, he came for a visit and stayed forever. That's see, that's that's that thing that comes back to supernatural of the woman in white. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every country has their own version. Has their own version, yeah. yeah. And sometimes even multiple versions. Yeah. You know, this obviously comes from the indigenous Aboriginal community. Yeah. So they have they have tend to have their own um, Dreamtime stories in yeah. relation to these kind of things too. Yeah. So yeah. Look. Well, it's, it's it's funny that it's called Devil's Pool um, because there's a now to learn more about Bowen Mount, um, <laughs> there's a there's a creek behind um, Bowen Mountain somewhere. Um, it's kind of to the left of Bowen Mountain. It's called Devil's Hole Creek, and it's where three creeks meet. And if you go, if you manage to go down there on, because um, there's no real fire trail. Yeah, you kind of got a bush bash, as we call it in Australia, bush bash. <laughs> um, we, you get there. If it's flowing, it just sounds like a roar. Kind of, kind of okay. like I've never been there because when it rains and you go down there, you get leeches and then yeah, yeah. I don't like leeches. No, not at all. Um, not at all. All right, Jamie, yeah. why don't you tell us about this one, which is also Saint, in New South Wales, located in Goulburn, St John's Orphanage. Mm. Mm, I have a friend in uh, in uh, in Goulburn. Um, if you're listening, Jeremy, you should come on because your brother trained Arrow. Different story. Um, <laughs> The brutal punishments of the boys and girls at this Catholic orphanage were renowned for seven decades before St. John's finally closed in 1978. Sitting abandoned outside the nearby town of Goulburn for the past four decades, these days the building's smashed windows and windy hallways provide the perfect setting for hair-raising ghost tours of the heritage-listed site. It's always it's always a heritage... You know? So that they they can remain there, so they don't yeah. builders can't just buy the yeah. land and knock it down. So oh, the next one is uh, somewhere where you might <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> this is located in Queensland in Coomera. Yeah, um, Dreamworld, Dreamworld. Not not normally the, the okay. The, so for you for you Americans, Dreamworld is lazy Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah, or movie. World. We shouldn't like, Universal Studios. Yeah. Sorry. Universal Studios, yeah, more, I would probably that. say Universal Studios because movie Movie World is more like yeah. that, yeah. But uh, one of Australia's favourite amusement park is also one of the country's most haunted places. Production staff on the Big Brother reality TV show reported witnessing the voice and visage of a young girl while filming the program at Dreamworld, and employees of the Gulf Coast theme park have also cited a ghost dubbed Jack. Dark, a 19th century gold prospector slain by a buzzsaw nearby. So there you go. Dream world is not so dreamy after all. And in this article, book now. (laughs) (laughs) 
A lot of these ones are taking place in New South Wales, where we reside. Why don't you tell everyone about the Gladesville Mental Hospital? I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. (laughs) It's not. It's not the Gladesville Fish and Chip Shop, but perched on the aptly named Bedlam Point and rather unkindly known as the Tarbon Creek Lunatic Asylum in its early days. Sydney's very first psychiatric hospital only shut down as recently as 1997, closing the book on 159 years of sadistic mistreatment. The Gladsville Mental Hospital is abandoned these days and caked in a layer of graffiti, but still contains the souls of the thousand anonymous patients who died there. Book now! <laughs> no, <laughs> And uh, the next one, we're heading back to lovely Victoria for the last one. Uh, this is located in Melbourne, hinted by the name Old Melbourne Jail. More than 100 hangings took place within the walls of Old Melbourne Jail between 1863 and 1924. The most famous, Mm-mm. legendary Australian bushranger Ned Kelly, whose skull was even displayed in a museum until it was stolen 40 years ago. The attraction now hosts a number of spooky tours, including the Hangman's Night Tour and Ghosts. What ghosts? Giving visitors all the gory details of the prison's grim past. Hot diggity. So there you go. So that's the 10 most haunted places in Australia. Now, I I just remembered I have one more encounter. I went to, actually went on a ghost tour. I completely forgot about this. Me and my dad went to Norfolk Island. Um... A while ago, uh, probably about uh, yeah, eight, eight years ago. That's the origin of the old hag. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So sleep paralysis, like, there's a lot of it happened there. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Well, old, we, we did... each culture has its own. Yeah. Um, what do you call um version of it? Yeah. Okay. So there's old old hag is Norfolk Island. Well, we 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 did a ghost tour of the convict settlement. Hmm. Um, one evening and um. I actually went for a swim in a uh, like a, a little rock pool called Dead Man's Pool, and uh, that was fun as well. Um, but yeah, we went on a, a nighttime ghost, and they told us a lot, included the, the graveyard in Norfolk Island, and told us a lot of stories yeah. about mistreatments of convicts and murders and tortures yeah. and escaped convicts getting attacked by wildlife and all that kind of thing. So yeah, what was that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, well, David Mitchell, who's an English comedian, mm-hmm. author, very funny guy, he's on a show called Would I Lie to You? But I saw a clip the other day with him on, it was on Graham Norton. Okay, yeah. And he was t- talking about, like, cause I, he's very sceptical about a lot of things. And I, th- I think he says, no, ghosts are stupid or whatever. I don't think he said those words, but he's like, like he's like, because... They always hang out at, at isolated little areas. <laughs> like, but think of the massive amount of death in London. Why don't we ever see ghosts in London? Mm. Like, <laughs> kind well, of... the, the, apparently the Tower of London tour is pretty, is yeah. pretty full on. But yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, why do they not just... hang out? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one of the one of those things because I think like half of half of me thinks that is it like like that episode of Supernatural where they literally people made up this story about this haunted house and then it actually became more yeah. because of the belief because like of how, belief, how much yeah. of, of what we believe actually enhances what came first the spirit or the story about the spirit yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like do do we amplify it up I think I think we I would agree with the amplifying thing because yeah. it's like even like 
not to get too religious, but if you think the ancient Greek gods, they the reason why you remember they made they forced people to worship them, and yeah. the, the the more people that worship them, the yeah. more powerful they became. I I honestly think it's it's a similar well, thing with yeah. the spirits, but I do believe that I kind yeah. of like to believe the unfinished business or yeah. tortured soul kind of thing. Yeah. Because one of the, one of the things this comes into alien abductions, like whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not, and we'll probably do but, an episode on that in the future. But, yeah, a lot of sleep paralysis mm-hmm. could explain that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's on. Like I'm not saying yeah. every, every single one. No, so no. I, not not every time I hear oh alien abduction, I don't think sleep paralysis. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. Yeah, because um, there's this book on sleep paralysis. I author was David Hufford. I think it was written in the seventies. He did this whole research thing, yeah. thing on him. Just he he did a um. The, what's the di- like? He did this chapter where it's like comparing actual hauntings to sleep paralysis, yeah. and he goes, "This is sleep paralysis. This is actual hauntings," and they're they're, you know, you can you can see there's a difference kind kind of thing. So um, but that was that that was really interesting in this in the sense that with sleep paralysis, a lot of people see the same things because it's just tradition. You pass it down yeah. like. Like someone goes, I saw this, and then they have a sleep paralysis, and then they say the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's a ghost; it's because of the story passes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Because he he said even um, the witch trials. Yep. Like two two you reckons two 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 or few uh, one or two people had a sleep paralysis about the same woman, so some poor innocent woman was deemed a witch because she was in there. Oh wow! You know. Oh wow. But it's crazy, crazy times. Oh, definitely. So, if you have stories, yes, um, send us an email, or, or, or if you're scientific and wish to debunk, yes, we're open to all we, kinds. I, of I love, I love a good debate. I love talking to um, people that disagree. Yep, it's one of my favorite things to do, whether they like it or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, send your stories. I'd love to do another one. There's probably a million stories that oh, definitely. I've just forgotten about. Yeah. We, there's, um, there's, there's hauntings all over the world. We can look that up. But Yeah, quick, yeah. quick last one, because this is one my, my mm-hmm. old man told me about. Down south, there's one down the south coast. Okay. And it's this, it was known as the, there's this old guy that would lean on a fence post and just point. He just okay. point, like, people drive past, and this yeah. old guy just lean. Point, point of fence. Yeah. Leading the point, point of fence. One day someone stopped, walked down, went down a creek, found a dead body. Oh, so you think it was that guy's body? Yeah, but that's that's the that's okay. the story. Oh wow. But um I'd like to yeah. believe that. But it's yeah, that's the local mm. story. Everyone has everyone has a local story. Of course. Um Yeah, but anyway. The true and the fictional at gmail.com, flick us an email, we we can even get you to come on. Yep. Um We've already had uh, the lovely Steve Yeager as a guest to Jager. talk about Jager, Jager, sorry, Jager. Jager. to talk about um, Ned Kelly and, and working yep. on the Ben Hall film, and we, we'd love to have some more guests. So yeah, you don't have to be famous; you can just be yep. Joe Blow from down the road or Janet Blow from yeah. down the road, whatever it may be. Um, this has been a real good episode. It has definitely. So, um, now I need to watch something funny before I go home, otherwise I'm driving <laughs> me these well, dark that, that's, roads. That's the best time. I, way back when, when the thick of my sleep paralysis, it'd be midnight, or it'd be really late, and for some reason you just feel like talking about it. Everyone talk about it, and then and, and then you go, all right, bedtime. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I need to watch something funny because I've got to drive the roads from Bowen Mountain to North yeah. Richmond, which is no light at all. Um, 
probably at night time because hey, it gets... We have, we have one road with lights on it. Yes. Well, look... <laughs> and that's for the privileged people. Well, given, given that it gets dark quite early, even 5.30ish, yeah. I need to watch something funny. Oh, we'll watch something funny. Don't Good. Worry. Right after we watch the sixth set. No. <laughs> Why don't you hit... Yeah, another thing. Hit us up with your favourite horror movies or whatever. Yes. And look, I can eventually, eventually we'll finish this episode. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note... Yes. See you next time. Send us an email. Cue the music.